0: Hey, you guys. It is me, your sister, friend, cousin, daughter, next door neighbor, and homie, Lydia. Welcome to The Reach Hangout, y'all. The place where we can be relaxed, comfortable, cozy, and be our unapologetic selves, okay? Because at the end of the day, we're trying to be the best version of ourselves. So I'm not gonna apologize for me trying to evolve and do better in my life. And that's on what period, all right? Plus, making sure we have our beverages, snacks, and a notepad on standby to jot down any takeaways that we anticipate applying to our lives after leaving this conversation today, okay? So, now that you have an idea of the energy on this platform, I hope you stay and settle in to hear today's discussion called Craving Sin." Hopefully you're ready because we tend to jump right into things on here. I have my water on standby. I don't have any snacks with me. But honestly, after I finish this recording, I'm going to go eat because I am hungry. <laughs> but yeah, so we jump right into things on here. So if you're not ready, I'm going to need you to get ready respectfully. OK, so without further ado, let's begin. When deciding to live a life of faith, People tend to label it as more of a religion than a relationship, creating the narrative that Christianity is built upon rules and protocols rather than focusing on establishing a relationship with Christ as the primary Objective, realizing there is a greater depth in life when wanting to build a relationship with God, seeing all of the love, joy, peace and other fruits of the spirit he has in store waiting for us to receive, but he just want to hear us say yes to it. And because he consistently shows us how much he loves us, we try to counteract that with the best servitude from one's heart. Though, so, let's just keep it a book. It's not all cookie cutter as people try to make it seem, okay? It's not like once you become a Christian, it's gun drops, rainbows, la 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 da la la di because that's not true. Because when we want to have or having a desire to follow the directions of the Lord in a world full of sin, it's difficult in general, <laughs> especially. And it's difficult if you live in an environment that doesn't believe in centering Christ in their life evolving to be the best version of yourself in your life never erases who you once were. So let's just get that straight. Because we all have a past and a story that cannot be forgotten, but we can evolve from it. It can be evolved from. And I always tell my friends or people in this like jokingly matter that the old me is tied to the cross like child Lydia tied to the cross that old Lydia the one that you whatever you trying to tell me what I used to do. I'm not that person no more that person is tied to the cross because you need to be connected to the blood of the lamb because I'm not going to deal with that no more the new me allows Christ to fully take control of my life. And even though in those moments where I may be joking every time I make that statement, I'm serious. I'm very serious because I will not construct a false reality that I don't have reminiscent moments from my past or lingering in thought thinking that, Thinking to myself that maybe reliving small doses of my past self wouldn't be so bad. But that version of me can creep through. But like I said, it's tied to the cross. It's tied to the cross. Because when we let those moments creep through, we forget, completely forget at times about all the stress the paranoia, and the troubles that was caused from living in those ways to be, I guess, relevant, to be a part of this unsettling world. And when I start to reminisce, you know, I beat on myself a little bit because I say to myself, like, why would I think like this? I'm not worthy. I'm not doing right by God thinking this way, like questioning my whole relationship with God, because I'm like, God, if I'm serving you, I want to be thinking this way. Like I'm out here saying, I'm trying to be the best version of myself. How I'm trying to be the best version of myself. And I'm thinking about relapse and I'm thinking about, you know, all these other things. And I start to say to myself, am I less of a Christian for having unholy thoughts or am I less than a Christian or can I even consider myself to be a true Christian? When there is moments in my life where I am taken out of character and I do not walk in the path that God has ordained for me because my flesh has fully taken over. We all have been there. Where where you're saved, but at the same time, it counteracts with your flesh. Because it's like, can we really call ourselves a true Christian? But I think that we can. Because when you're beating on yourself, when you're going down this 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 hole of self-pity and unworthiness and pain and everything else, we forget that God has told us that no man is perfect. Yes, he created us out of his own image, but we're still not perfect. We're still flawed, you know, like God is telling us no matter how hard we try to become this idealistic Christian, we will have moments that we won't please him. There will be moments that, no, you won't be glorifying God and beaming the truthness and the love and everything that God has spoken to into us, but he still loves us and he wants us to see that he still loves us. You know, before I go to bed every night, I always say, God, you know, forgive me of the sins I have committed knowingly and unknowingly, because there will be moments in life where you have done something that you don't know that you don't know. Like God has getting on me on about that sometimes. God has told me like, you, you're a Christian. You know, you want this relationship with, with me. You want to show people how great I am. But in this situation, you're not showing me at all. You're letting your flesh take control. And I have to repent. I have to be like, well, God, forgive me. That's not my intent. You know, God didn't say I didn't make humans to be perfect. I made humans to have a free will to expand, to do As they desire, and hopefully their desires will lead into receiving me as their father so I can bless them, so I can protect them, so I can show them the truth and the life and the way that they should go. So it just proves to me time and time again when I have those slip ups and when I have those moments, when I have those thoughts, when I start to crave doing wrong things, I'm not more or less than a Christian. I am human. (laughs) I'm not more or less than a Christian. I'm just human. And I mess up. And I will continue to stay tempted by the ways of the world because God has told me so. But you know the good thing about God is He can let you know what's up, but He can also give you a way out. So He told us we was gonna be tempted because we living in a world of sin. But but on the other side of that spectrum, he says, even though you are tempted, I'm to give you a way for you to not subdue to the evil and the fleshly ways of the world. That way is we have to take control over our flesh. Why is the flesh so important? Because our flesh will never subdue to God. And if you didn't know, I'm going to give you a fun fact. So our flesh is not in the equation of death. Our flesh doesn't go to heaven or hell. And I have said this on this platform so many times, but if you're a new listener, welcome but your flesh doesn't go to heaven or hell. Your flesh returns back to its natural state before it was in form. If you don't know what flesh was before it was formed, it was dust. But this flesh is protecting our spirits. It is a temporary home to us because we need the flesh, we need the organs, we need the blood to live on this earth. Until God decides to call us home, because when God is speaking to us, when God is trying to, you know, tell us and everything and show us, he is talking to our spirits because it says in God's word that when he gave, when he created man, he put his spirit in every one of us. So whether you listen to that spirit or not, it's in you and That's your priority if you listen to it or not. I highly encourage you do, but it's in you. And that spirit, when we die, it returns back to God. And our spirit will be also placed on judgment and everything else. So your flesh, your flesh is just your flesh. And it's going to, and it's always going to hunger for thrill, no matter if it's in the right or if it's in the wrong, because it doesn't have nowhere else to go. Because it's going to be non-existent once you die. (laughs) So it's not going to tell you if like, hey, bro, don't do that. That's wrong. Oh, that's what's up. You did something good. Like, it's not going to do that. That part of you that feels... All fish that 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 has that struggle to attach to Christ, that has that struggle to attach to the world, that has that struggle to attach to certain people, situation, and things. That's your spirit. That gut feeling that you get that you doing something that you ain't got no business doing because we have all been there. That's your spirit. You feel convicted, like maybe you should stop living or acting that certain way. And then we start having those random Im- impulses to start all over, change our name, move in the middle of nowhere, you know, giving yourself that life that you know that you deserve and that you want. And it can force you or encourage you to become the better version of yourself in general and to be a better version of towards others that surround you but for now you feel bounded bounded by the intrusive thoughts of doing things that once caused you temporary pleasure and this temporary pleasure can range in an infinite number of directions It can range from sex. You felt pleasure, you know, having sex. You felt pleasure of smoking. You felt pleasure of drinking. You felt pleasure of popping pills. You felt pleasure of cussing. You felt pleasure of cutting yourself. You felt pleasure of shooting needles up your arm and many, 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 many more other things you felt pleasure in while being in the world. And once you go back or you stay down, in that rabbit hole, it is harder for you to snap back. I'm not saying that it's not impossible because anything is possible with God, but I'm telling you, it is harder to snap back. It was easy when you got out the first time. Let's just make that be clear. You went back the second time, it was kind of foggy. You went back the third time and now you're pleading with God. If he gets you out this time, you swear to him that you ain't going to do it ever again. But we shouldn't even have to get to that point. We cannot let these intrusive Thoughts win. Because if we continue to let these thoughts linger, they will plant camp in our minds. Those thoughts will become a playground for sin to use as it pleases because we never dismiss them when they came to our mind. Like, uh uh-uh, depression, you are not gonna stay here. Like, uh uh-uh, whatever, you know, you're thinking of in that moment. Like, I'm not gonna sit here and linger on it and make up scenarios and everything else to prolong me, just my brain to be sporadically in those past train of thoughts because whether you think about it consciously or unconsciously those thoughts will eventually turn into actions if you meditate on that mess too long That's why God tells us to meditate on Him day and night because God knows when we meditate on things, it forms into action. If you meditate on God day and night, He's going to give you the wisdom, He's going to give you the knowledge, He's going to give you the understanding of everything you need, not just within this season, but furthermore in the future to continue to live a prosperous lifestyle. So we have to rebuke and make the conscious decision to fight the urges of. Wrong for living, and allowing ourselves grace if we step out of God's will. Don't beat yourself up because you had a moment of relapse, and now you're trying to do twenty million other do- twenty million other good things to counteract the one bad thing that you did. Because at the end of the day, it doesn't replace the bad thing that you've done. So say, you know what. God, I did what I did. I'm sorry. I hope you can hear the sincerity in my heart as I'm pleading for forgiveness and help me to not place myself in that situation again. Help me to do better because that is what I'm really trying to do. Because at the end of the day, we will always mess up. It ain't about you messing up. It's about what is your next move after you mess up? What's the next move? What are we doing? Are you going to throw in the towel and stop all the progress you made so far because you hit a stump in the road? You had a hiccup. You had a moment that makes you feel unfavorable with God. Or are you going to say, you know what? I'm going to get back up again and continue to fulfill my purpose. So what step are we making? Because sin is inescapable no matter how hard you try to isolate yourself. So sin can't find you. Sin will find you. Sin is inescapable. So what is the next step? And I'm not trying to fill your head up with worry from past, present, and future mistakes. But I want to remind you to continue to not fall into the hands of temptation. And when you do fall into the hands of temptation, don't Allow it to isolate you and put you in a bad spot to make you feel like you're unworthy of God, make you feel like you're less than a Christian, make you feel like you're inhumane and you just deserve to sit there and rot because you don't. But when you are placed in those situations, what is your next step? Because even if I'm keeping it for real, for real, even the most mature Christians messed up, it doesn't matter if you're dirty. 30 days saved, 30 plus years saved, we all can stand on one platform and testify where we all had those moments where we didn't follow in God's will, but our own because we believed it to be better in that moment. Everybody has done it. And if they say they haven't, they lie to you. But we can all testify and say we have all been in those moments where we were craving sin, saved and unsaved, no matter the situation. We thought about it. Some of us proceeded to go through with it. Some of us didn't. But what is the next step that we're doing after that? Because it ain't about the action that you made. It's about the reaction. Okay, you did this action, but what is the reaction going to be to it? What are you going to do moving forward? So don't beat yourself up because we all go through, but we need to continue to fight the good fight, fight the good fight of faith and not allow the devil life or even ourselves to stop us from receiving the eternal life from God, the eternal life that he wants to give us. Yes, you can crave something that isn't good for you, but that doesn't mean you need to do it. It doesn't mean you need to do it. You know, I was so proud of myself the other day. I was craving for something sweet. I don't know. I know this is like, it's off topic, but it's on topic. I was like saying to myself, I don't know who made the rule. Every time you eat a big meal, you got to have something sweet. And I was proud of myself because in this moment, I decided not to eat something sweet. And I was like, "Ooh, kudos to me. Like, it's like one of those moments you can give yourself a pat on the back because, yes, I had those intrusive thoughts. Yes. In that moment, that instance, I thought about backsliding. I thought about moving out in the will of God, but I didn't do it. <laughs> I didn't do it. And I'm proud of myself of the progress I am making. And if by some chance you have or you still are in a situation where you are letting those intrusive thoughts win, pray to God to remove you out of that situation. Because at some point, and I have said it on here. I don't set it on many other platforms. i so just speaking to people. Some things are just out of our control. And, you know, it says in First Peter, it says in Romans, cast your cares on God. Give, let, give it to him because that's his jurisdiction. I'm like, God, I can't. You said to give everything to you because at the end of the day, it's your job to worry for us. It's your job to take the load. And our job, the only thing that we need to be focused on is walking this walk of faith and every day trust and believing that you're going to give us the where we need to get to. So I'm going to give it to you. I'm like, you want me. You're telling us if we live this life for you, it will be righteous and fulfilling. But in this moment, I'm in this situation where I can't do that. So I need you to move, remove anything out of my life that's not glorifying you, whether it's friends, whether it's relationships, whether it's jobs, whatever the case scenario may be. I need you to remove it from my life so I can receive that eternal life that you have for me. And when he moves it, we have to stay focused. We have to stay strong. We have to continue to fight that good fight of faith because doubts will set in. Don't think, like I said previously, don't think just because you have given your life to Christ that you won't go through, that you won't have moments, that old ways won't resurface, but you got this. You got this. And God is with you the entire time. He is holding your hand. He is guiding you. He is telling you what to do, what not to do, and also giving you room for you to gain experience and you to learn things on your own. Like, hey, if I do this this way, this isn't good. So let me move the other way. And this has been working for me. So I know it's what God has destined for me to do. If you let go and let God have his way with you, that'd be the best decision you can make. You know, I'm not I promise y'all I'm not going to turn this podcast into me singing every time because that's ain't that's not what I'm trying to do. If I'm being honest with you, but God put this song on my heart and it's called Let Go and it's a radio edit by Dwayne Woods and it's just this this short, this short, this short, this short piece, trust me, is real short. But it's like, as soon as I stop worrying, worrying how the story ends, I let go and I let God let God have His way. That's when things start happening. When I stop looking back, then I let go and I. Let God have His way. Let go and let God. Let go and let God. Let go and let God. And it's like a repeat, and then the other lyrics. But I ain't gonna do all that. So, let go. Let God. Let God be the one playing in your mind, not in in the sense of like he messing stuff up and playing and being manipulative, but let God rest in your mind. Let God bring you that peace. Let God bring you that clarity. Let God bring you that strength. So there will be no inch, no wiggle room, no nothing for the devil, no nothing for doubt, no nothing for anything to interfere with your walk towards Christ. And remember that you will have moments where you will stumble, where you may fall. But it's okay. Get back up again. Dust yourself off and say, man, I learned from that. And laugh it off. Keep pushing. Y'all know what? I haven't prayed for y'all in so long on here. So I'm going to pray for y'all. I really am. I really feel it in my spirit. So I'm going to pray for y'all. And then we're going to get off. All right? God, thank you for entering into our place. God, thank you for entering into our space. God, thank you for reminding us that we don't have to be these perfect human beings and that it's okay for us to stumble. It's okay for us to fall, but we just need to remember to stay focused and to continue to walk in your path, walk in your way, walk in your direction. God, give us the wisdom, knowledge, and power and understanding, not just to get through this world, but just to get through in general. God, we're living in troubled times. We're living in times like you've spoken in your word that is coming to an end. So God, we need you to make a way out of anyhow. God, we need you to release us from our demons. We need you to release us from the things that have us bound. God, we need just a release. We need a release God. We need you to Make yourself present, God. We need you to give us direction, God. We need you to help us to just grow. Help us to see the things that are not supposed to be attached in our lives, God. Heal us from depression. Heal us from anxiety. Heal us from abuse. Heal us from anything, God, that is not of like you. God, heal us from past hurt, God. Heal that little girl, God, heal that little boy in the side inside of each and every one of us that is crying out, that is wanting to be seen, that wants to be healed, that wants that tap on the bad to know that everything's okay that wants to know that a man can love them properly that wants to know that a woman can love them properly that wants to know that life isn't all crap That it's good in this world show continue to enlighten us and show us the good that you have created in this world because God, we know man does not control all. God, everything is all in your hands. So God, continue to wake us up. Help us to feel renewed. Help us to feel refreshed. Help us to see the newness in the land, God. Give us the strength, God. Help us to see what you have in store for us. Give us the strength to continue the journey. And God, we bind the hands of Satan right now that tries to enter into our lives and still kill and destroy. He will not win this battle, God. We please the blood of Jesus upon all of us, God. We plead the blood of Jesus upon people connected to us. God, we plead the blood of Jesus of things that we own because God it is our birthright that anything we stretch forth our hands to do God you will bless it so God bless the things that we stretch forth our hands to do God close the doors that need to stay closed open the doors God that no man no nothing can shut God in the name of Jesus just continue to be the vessel continue to be the blood that pumps through our veins God continue to make yourself present and evident in our life because God we feel this this moment that you have you have turned away. And God, we just need to know that you are still here. God, we still need to know that you are making ways. God, we still need to know that you are blessing. we still need to know that you are our God, that you are our father, that you are our healer, that you are our keeper. God, hear our hearts' desires. And God, as we are asking and praying for you to do things in our lives, God, help us to be stronger and connected with you, God. Help us to have time to read our Bible, God. Help us to have have time to make for you, to just engage with you so we can be able to hear you, God, and not hear the ways of the world, God. Continue to just hold our hands and be evident in the mighty name of Jesus, because God, we love you. Holy Spirit, we love you. Jesus, we love you. God, there's nobody like you in all the earth. There's nobody like you in all the earth. There's nobody that will forgive us time and time again, even when we have done wrong. There is nobody that won't throw it back in our face after we have grown from it. God, you are protecting us. God, you are gleaming us. God, you are pruning us in the way that we should go. So God, continue to show us what we need to do because we want to receive that internal life from you. God, whoever is listening to the podcast under the sound of my voice, God, I pray that you speak to them. I pray that you give them the wisdom. I pray that you give them the knowledge. I pray that you give them the understanding. I pray that you show them the way that they should go, not just to reach the glory gates of heaven, but the way that they should go on this earth so we can stop feeling so empty, so we can stop feeling like this world is just turning into bad Bad things because, God, you said that you is not going to let no man, no nothing, destroy the earth before you return. So, God, we're going to trust and believe in those things. We're going to trust and believe that you're going to continue to do like you said that you're going to do. And hear our hearts desires, God, and just continue to move in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Well our time at the reached hangout has come to an end so if no one has told you this today i love you god loves you and if you have enjoyed today's episode don't forget to like follow share your respectful thoughts in the comment section Share slash tag a friend and make sure your post notifications are turned on so you can be notified when the next episode drops. Plus, keep up with my YouTube channel, y'all, called Lydia's Chronicles by subscribing, liking, and commenting so I know that you have found me. Because recently, y'all, I have been traveling back and forth out of town and I'm still, I don't want to say jet lag but car lag And I don't know when my body's gonna get back to where it needs to get to. But hopefully, soon because y'all I have been tired so keep up for my YouTube channel and the journeys and the adventures and the growth that y'all can see me not just hear me tell y'all about (laughs) so yeah and all of my socials will be linked in the description box so don't fret don't freak out saying that you can't find me because you will be able to find me okay but other than that this is your sister, friend cousin, daughter next door neighbor and homie lydia signing off until we meet again p.s we must always remember the end game on here is to grow to be the best version of ourselves mentally emotionally physically and spiritually with who with god plus. I'm going to add on financially because God, he need to bless our pockets, if you get what I'm saying. So God, let it rain. Let it rain financially, God. Let it rain. Please. (laughs) I love you, SBCs, and until we meet again, bye.